It was a real Romeo and Juliet kind of scenario. It was my first day in Mexican public school in Cihuatanejo. And I'd been warmed by my father and by the headmaster of the school that I must wear long pants to school. That we didn't wear shorts to school. That would make me a homosexual. And that would not be good. So I needed to be sure to wear long pants to school on my first day of public school. I refused. It was so hot. There was no way I was going to wear long pants. It was so hot and so humid. By even 8 o'clock in the morning, it was hot. I refused. My father shook his head. And I went to school in my shorts. And... I found myself surrounded by all of the boys in the school and they were taunting me and I pretended that I knew how to do karate, which they found very amusing and made even more fun of me to the point where I returned home in tears. My father pleaded with me to please wear long pants. And I refused. I returned to school the second day in shorts and was immediately escorted into the principal's office and was not allowed to be out in the school area. And there I was greeted by a 14 or 15 year old girl, a Mexican girl, the prettiest girl I had ever seen. And she was the daughter of the police of chief. Now, the police chief was a very, very important man in Cihuatanejo. But I didn't know that at the time. I just knew that she was pretty and she was talking to me in Spanish. And she was telling me basically that she loved America and the United States. She wanted to know all about it. And she was teaching me Spanish so that I would tell her and teach her about America. And I was in love just that fast. And this became an issue for one of the biggest guys in the school because he'd always wanted her to be his girlfriend. And now here she was enamored with this nine, 10 year old boy from America. I was again sent home directly. My father came and got me this time, took me home. We had long, long discussions but you know what was interesting? As hot as it was, I really did want to see her again. And so finally, after sunset, I relented and went down into the camper and I dug out my jeans. And the following day, I wore my jeans to school. And there she was again, waiting for me. And I spent the day sweating profusely, the hottest I've ever been in my long jeans. And at the end of the day, I noticed that the popular boys all had bicycles 
And they would give the girl of their dreams a ride on the handlebars. So upon my return, I immediately informed my father that I needed to get a bike. This was utmost important. And I also needed to get some of these white pants. The jeans wasn't going to cut it. I needed the thin white pants. That's what was cool. And eventually, this Romeo and Juliet did turn into a Romeo and Juliet romance of sorts for a very young man. And she eventually, she was the smartest uh, of all the students in Cihuatanejo, and she eventually did go to uh, college in Mexico City, which was very unusual. The uh, girls in town, typically uh, about age 13, they got married, and that was that. And she returned home to Cihuatanejo after attending college in Mexico City. And it was the greatest night of my life. I was in town. It was a big baile. And the uh, uh, stage was set and the band was playing. And suddenly all the lights were turned up. And the uh, mayor was standing on the stage along with the chief of police. And they were all welcoming back the love of my life. The smartest girl in Cihuatanejo. And the most beautiful girl in all of Cihuatanejo. And they were all applauding for her success in Mexico City. And suddenly, the crowd grew quiet as she scanned, looking for me. I had already begun to pull back into the back of the crowd because I was going to go home crying, I guess. <laughs> and suddenly, I was grabbed and pulled towards the stage. And there I was greeted by her mother and the band at the wave of a hand began to play a song whereby I and she danced alone in the center of the entire town. And she told me of her dreams of graduating from college and that she would go to New York City. That was her gift from her father for graduating from college. And that she loved me, but that she had to go back to college and that she would always love me. And when the music stopped and everyone clapped and cheered, her mother took her arm in arm and they walked off together. I walked home on the beach, feeling great. Moonlight, sand between my toes. And when I arrived home, I asked my father, how could this be? How could the most beautiful girl in all of Cihuatanejo not have a boyfriend and actually say she loved me? He had no answer. He said, just be happy. <laughs> I did receive a postcard from her when she was in New York City. And I'll never forget her. She was my Juliet of Cihuatanejo. <laughs>